We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is up, everyone? Welcome to another edition of the Super Draft Show here on Roto Grinders. It's a fantastic site that's been around for a few months and that I absolutely love. Guys, if you haven't signed up for it yet, you should probably go ahead and do that. Sign up using promo code Grinders, use our link, and get a free bonus. I can't remember what it is off the top of my head, but it's good. It's good stuff. I am joined here by a man you probably all know by his screen name, Bone Man Gone 69 How you doing over there? Uh, that is not my screen name. Uh, it's just Mangone, M-A-N-G-O-N-E. Very simple, but uh, if you want to get the reference, you can follow me over on Twitter, and that's where the video is at. Uh, it's a pretty funny one, but uh, listen, uh, I'm good. I'm having a good time, Grant. Last time I saw you was last night talking NBA, and we're going to be talking NFL and NBA over here on the Super Draft. And uh, I'm not a uh, you know I'm not a Super Draft expert like yourself, but excited to kind of dive in and uh, talk about it with you. Yeah, it's a great little site, fun, interesting format. You got multipliers, and so you can throw in literally anyone you want it just all changes with multipliers there's a whole bunch of different strategies you don't have to worry about the salary cap so if you want to watch a specific game and you want to stack up and have only the players you want in there you can do it here if you want cmc and all the guys from that game you can't do it on DraftKings. you can do it here on super draft but get signed up a few more things i have to mention single FanDuel single entry series one week of contest left Six finalists get to go to the WFFC party in Puerto Rico. Currently, Gator 25 is in third place, so good for you, Gator 25. And sign up for the RG Badge Pump promo. Chance to get some free RG premium there for a little bit if you do well in a contest. So get signed up for it. Devin will throw the link in the chat. I'm sure he always does. Uh, we got some new guys signed up. Kid PVP, Vaughn9211, Mad H Mac. And that is all three of them. So, guys, congrats getting signed up on the program. Everyone else gets signed up. It takes very little work with a chance at some free stuff. And, guys, go ahead and like and comment on our video. It's a cool thing to do. Also, subscribe to our channel. Now we've got all that out of the way. Who's ready to dig into this stuff? You ready, Mangone? 
I mean, I guess I have to be right. I'm the guy that's here. So uh, yeah, well, let's dig in, man. I'm excited. We got basketball tonight. We got uh, football to talk about. And uh, listen, we got football tomorrow night. Like it's the best time of year. Thanksgiving slates in a week, man. We got Thanksgiving in only one week. Like what's better than this? Yeah. Yeah. There's not, I'm going to, I literally work until 9am on Thanksgiving. And then all I do is eat, drink and watch football. It's a beautiful day. Absolutely beautiful day. Plus maybe a nap in there. Who knows? But uh, yeah, let's get started on the slate here. Let's get started at quarterback here on Super Draft. We got some guys in the 1 to 1.25 range that I don't have a ton of interest in because we got some guys in the later range. So looking at for cash, like Matt Ryan at a 1x multiplier, probably not really worth it for me. Russell Wilson at 1.1x multiplier, probably not worth it. Drew Brees, 1.1. Josh Allen, 1.2 maybe. Winston is the 1x interesting spot like what any interest in any of the guys from one to 1.2 because i don't think any of these guys offer almost any value uh where's wilson at is wilson in that range 1.1 so i mean you got some guys in the 1.6 1.7 multiplier range so wilson is he gonna score 1.5 times as much as a lot of these other guys and does he offer some value and upside i don't think so do you uh, yeah, that's the problem. But uh, listen, are we going to get value throughout the week? That's one thing I think we have to talk about a little bit here, Greg. Because I think he's the best play um, for sure. Who are some? Well, of those on guys? Super Draft value doesn't matter. You can play anyone you want. You can literally play anyone you want, man. Go. Yeah, listen, I'm not a Super Draft guy, so that's probably why. But uh, listen, I'm gonna if I can play whoever I want, Grant. I, I'm playing Russell Wilson. Like you're crazy. Like uh, I think he's the top play. Arguably, uh, it's just too too good of a play. But let, let think about this rationally. Like on this slate here, let's just say. Jeff Driscoll, is he going to score 1.5 times as much as Jeff Driscoll? Is he going to score 1.55 times as much as Nick Foles? Is he going to score 1.5 times as much as Tannehill? 1.7 times as much as Haskins? Like QB, a lot of the points tend to regress towards the mean. Wilson, he's a guy that, like, they can just run the ball the entire game. Like, he's a great play on other slates, but honestly, I don't think he's worth it on Super Draft. Well, that's the thing, though. That, you say they're going to run the ball all game, but, like, this is my argument. Like, this is the Philadelphia Eagles. You can't run on them, man. Like, it, it doesn't work. It's not possible. Not that I'm saying it's not possible, but um, it's really difficult to do. So, I, I don't know, man. Uh, like I said, I'm a super draft noob, right? Like, this is not my forte. You're, you're the expert. Um, you're telling me, Wilson, let's say Wilson does throw a lot, Grant. Like, Because I, I think that's how the script is going. I think it's pretty obvious it's going to happen. Um, is he just not going to be worth it based on the multipliers and the way things go? Yeah, that's kind of how things go. Like, you have to th- – Think through this. All right. What are the shot chances Russell Wilson goes for over 30 points? Um, I don't know, man. A 30 is a little tougher. I mean, he just feels super safe. But again, like I'm a cashing guy. Probably, uh, I don't know. I think it's like a 30% chance he gets over that. Yeah. What are the chances that Tannehill, Driscoll, Kyle Allen, Nick Foles, any one of them go for over 20 points? Yeah, but you, you got to pick the right guy. That's the one thing. So, well, um, okay, literally any given. What are the odds that Foles goes over twenty points? Is it more than thirty percent? Yeah, well, probably. Yeah, so there we go. It, it's like based on the multiplier. He ha- and what's the odds that he goes over thirty? Better than the odds that uh, Wilson goes for over forty-five. Yeah, it's it's fair. So well, let's talk about the cheapies then. Let's talk about these guys. Um, who's your favorite that sticks out? I think Driscoll's a solid option because uh, the way the Lions are, are going, they're not really running the ball as much, right? They're passing a ton, uh, mainly because they have to, right? Uh, I know Driscoll's not the best, but it's nice. He's got that rushing upside as well. And again, the matchup against Washington is good. Um, that's the one thing I really, really like here with, with Washington. Um, how about you? That's probably my favorite guy if you force me to pick. I, yeah, I'm kind of like, he's... It, it's tough in this range. I mean, 
I think Wentz at 1.45, probably my favorite, but not by a significant amount. Like him, Driscoll, Tannehill, and Foles, like those are the four guys I want. And if I had to rank them, I'd probably go Wentz, Foles, Driscoll, Tannehill, but they're they're all fairly close. I think that those are the guys that we probably will roll with in cash just based on their 1.45 to 1.55 multiplier. Um, who's your Driscoll's your favorite out of those just because the match versus Washington? Yes, yeah, running did, upside. Yeah, did Baker not count in that range? Uh, Baker, Baker is at 1.3. So, like getting the extra 0.25, like I like Baker. I think he's a just like even the guys at this 1.25 range, like Carr, Prescott. Uh, Winston and Baker are all fine. Like I wouldn't even mind going with Winston 1.25 X. The problem is I don't know how good this Atlanta defense really is. So it's a little bit tough here. I'm kind of buying the Atlanta defense a little bit. They changed play callers, uh, you know, in the past two games that it's been better. Um, so I, one thing I would actually really want to look at, one thing I know is Winston is a lot uh, a lot better against the Blitz, surprisingly. Um, I don't know how much Atlanta Blitz is. That's something uh, I wish I had. They started getting to. more pressure on the quarterback since the bye week. So once the... But is it from blitzing or is it just like these four man fronts that, you know, with like a, a blitz here and there? Like if it's, I, I don't know, I'm curious what the blitz rate is. I think that would determine what I want to do because I know Winston is way better against the blitz. That's something I said. I don't have the answer to right now. Uh, if you're watching this though, like to make a decision on Winston, I think looking at the the blitz rates is really important uh, of what they've been doing over the past two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. No. And I think that they actually have been blitzing slightly more. Their, their front has been doing a whole lot better getting pressure. But they have been blitzing more, if I remember correctly. But who do you want to throw in for a cash game quarterback? Do you want Wentz at 1.45, Driscoll at 1.5, or Foles at 1.55? Um, well, one last guy you didn't mention that I think is really, really interesting is Baker Mayfield. Can we can we maybe put at him in 1. there? At 1.3, I'm not doing him at 1.3. Like Okay. Oh, yeah, I figured I'd ask because, like you said, like if you look at the Browns, right, uh, they're playing your favorite team, the, the Dolphins, right? You love, uh, you know, kind of rostering them in DFS a bunch. But uh, look at Baker Mayfield here and, and the Browns, uh, 27.75 team total. I mean, that's a really, really solid total there. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I definitely have a little bit of interest in him. My, my one worry is that they get up, they run the ball a little too much because that's what they like to do. And, uh, you know, Chubb gets all that touchdown equity. So that's something to consider as well. But uh, um, let's go with um, – I worry about Wentz's weapons a little bit. You, I, I think I'm leaning Driscoll. Who's the last guy you said? Foles. Foles. Yeah. Um, He's I don't got know. the biggest D. I don't, I don't really. Yeah, I'm, I'm good on Foles. The one thing I did see is there's like a little bit of a squeaky wheel on Leonard Fournette. They're really talking up Fournette and maybe getting him more work and basically said like last week was unacceptable for not giving him a ton of carries. Um, I think he's a guy that we'll talk to when we get the running back, but uh, I'm going to lean Driscoll. Let, let's go with that route. I like the rushing uh, equity that he has. And uh, hey, it is the Redskins, right? If a guy who sees ghosts and Sam Darnold can put up uh, 34 points, why can't Driscoll? That's, that's a good point here. Let's move on to running back and CMC over on Super Draft is in play pretty much every single week, but I don't think this is the right week for him. And it's strictly because there is some real loose pricing here on some of these guys, a real loose multipliers. We have Derrick Henry at what, like McCaffrey's at one X, but we have Derrick Henry at 1.4 X. We have Nick Chubb at 1.4 X. We got Josh Jacobs at 1.4 X. We got Fournette at 1.5 X. We got Samuels at 1.5 X. We got Carson. If they just decide to run at 1.5 X and we got Montgomery here at 1.7x. So while I generally like to go with McCaffrey, all these running backs have just massive multipliers. Even Kamara at 1.25. Like, is McCaffrey going to score 1.4 times more points than all these other guys? 
Yeah, that's tough. Uh, I just don't think running back is that great this week, Grant. That's one of my concerns. Like, I don't see this guy that I obviously want to smash in. Sure, um, Christian McCaffrey's awesome. Like, don't get me wrong. I, I love McCaffrey. A phenomenal, phenomenal play. But when you bring in the multipliers here, I mean, it's a conversation to have. And I think one guy, um, I mean, the guys at the top, I think they're great, right? But I think guys that I want to consider more are maybe some of the cheaper ones this week. Um, you know, some of the guys that we kind of went to last week. One guy, Miles Sanders, he saw 80% of the snaps. One thing I saw with Doug Peterson is Doug Peterson has never given a running back 70% of the snaps. I think it's since like 2016. It's something wild, right? He's a guy that uses a ton of different backs. If there's no Howard, you have to love him there. He's probably my favorite, uh, you know, value play here with that 1.75 multiplier. I know he didn't have the best week last week, but against Seattle, I expect him to really get it done, especially through the pass game. I could see Winstone passing touchdown to Sanders too. I think he's a good option. Like Leonard Fournette, that 1.5x multiplier, that's not too bad here. Again, like Tennessee, it's not the greatest spot in the world. That's my one, one concern that I have. But listen, that 1.5x multiplier and volume is important. And then Nick Chubb's another guy with the 1.4x multiplier. I think we got to consider him a little bit, Grant. Uh, The equity that he's going to have for touchdowns is going to be massive here. Uh, Everyone says, oh, Kareem Hunt, he's a huge problem. He wasn't a real problem. What they did was they kind of took out their three wide receiver guys and they're giving more opportunity to hunt. And it hasn't affected Nick Chubb that much. Maybe a little bit of his touchdown equity gets taken away, but I really like Nick Chubb at 1.4x. Yeah. Yeah. I'm right there with it. I think my two favorites are probably Chubb and Fournette, at least for cash. Um, another interesting guy, like what do you think about Jalen Samuels at 1.5x? Connor is now doubtful to play. It's against the lowly Bengals rush defense. Like, is he a guy that you're looking at? Yeah. I- I don't, it's tough, man. Like, listen, super draft is different, right? I, I was looking at DraftKings pricing so far this week and a guy like Jalen Samuels was seven, two. And I was like, holy crap, man, I, I'm not paying that for that guy, but it's the Bengals, right? The Bengals are just a dream, dream spot. So, um, I think it's in the conversation Samuels, but I don't think he's like a top play by any means. That's my one, one concern here. Um, I think there's just better options already. And I don't think we have to go there. I get it. Um, it's the Bengals and all, but I, I don't think I'm going to go with Samuels here. Yeah, I, I just wanted to mention it just kind of because of the matchup. One last guy that I kind of want to go through. We know that Oakland is a team that is act, a bit of a funnel uh, defense. They're good against the run, but Le'Veon Bell is getting a massive workload every single week, and he can get it done in the passing game here. He's at a 1.55x multiplier. I have some interest in him. Like, is he, like with the passing uh, work upside, is he a guy that we would look at? Yeah, I'm not the biggest Le'Veon Bell guy. Uh, I get it. The passing, not the passing work, the, the volume in general has been really good. With that, and that 1.5x multiplier is intriguing. Um, he's definitely one of the uh, better plays when you look at the super draft pricing. Um, I lean Fournette and Chubb slightly over them for a little bit less multiplier. Um, just because I worry about Bell's touchdown equity. It's kind of hasn't been the greatest this season. And if you look last week, I don't have the exact numbers in front of me, but uh, in the red zone, they were using guys like Bilal Powell, Montgomery. They were using some other guys in the red zone. I think that's killing his touchdown equity a little bit. And uh, I don't know. I'm just a little worried on Bell. I'd rather lean to a guy like a Fournette or a Chubb for a little bit of a cheaper multiplier. All right. So let's let's uh, go ahead and make this lineup here. I'm going to throw Fournette in. I'm going to throw Chubb in. You good with that for cash? Yeah, we can go uh, Fournette and Chubb if you want to throw Sanders too. I wouldn't mind that, but uh, those two bell cows are probably the best way to go. But also, I think Sanders is someone we should consider if we want to swap it later or use a flex or something. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, we have the flex coming up. And this is for cash, and it's early on in the week. I don't think Howard's going to play, but it's a, it's a little bit early here. So let's move on to wide receiver here. And, well, I love CMC, but I didn't want to use him for cash. Thomas at a 1x multiplier is a little bit 
different. He is just absolutely crushing every week, just the model of consistency. Wide receiver, a little bit more volatile, and you're getting a lock and load, 100 yards, 8 to 10 catches, probably a touchdown every single week. Carolina's not the easiest matchup in the world for a wide receiver, but that does not matter for Thomas. Right now, I think I have him as my top guy, like maybe not for upside, but for safety here on the slate. At 1x, I'm still willing to use him. Uh, yeah, it's listen, I'm intrigued. I think Thomas is fine. I think he's in the conversation for sure here. Um, the one thing I will say with rostering Michael Thomas, which is absolutely phenomenal, is you're essentially getting a, a, a running back, right, at a receiver position, at least a production, right? Safe, uh, just guaranteed production is always really nice. Um, there's other guys I do want to talk about, though. Like, I don't have to talk about how good Michael Thomas is. We know he's a guy that we can plug in there, but let's see if there's other guys that might be more enticing to maybe get him out of there. Um, Odell Beckham Jr. with the 1.4x. I mean, listen, Odell, like if you replaced Odell Beckham with Michael Thomas, he'd be just as good as Michael Thomas in that offense. I mean, Odell's a really disagree, good but I, I get it. I get it. It's I know. not that far off. That's what I'm trying to say. It's uh I'm not trying to say receivers don't matter, but um you I feel like you can change a lot of these guys a ton. But uh, there's a 28 team total here. It's against the Dolphins. My one worry, and I, I don't know if I overvalue this too much, is like the touchdown equity of Chubb and then trying to run the ball late in the game. And if the Dolphins can't keep the game close, that's something I do have some concerns about uh, at times. But listen, the Dolphins have been playing a lot better football. I think they'll be able to keep it close enough to keep the Browns putting the uh, you know pressure on. Uh, they don't have Miles Garrett now, so that defense won't be won't be able to get that pressure on the Dolphins. So maybe they'll be able to score some more points, have more opportunities. So. I like Odell Beckham at 1.4x. I think he's one of the better plays here. Uh, also like going to a guy like a Calvin Ridley or a Julio Jones, right? We had the Tampa Bay Bucks, right? The Bucks are absolutely terrible in the secondary. And they're a giant funnel. They're one of the biggest funnels we've seen. They're very similar to the Eagles. Very good against the run. Terrible against the pass. Calvin Ridley with the 1.5x multiplier. That's phenomenal. With Hooper likely being out. With Devontae Freeman dealing with the injuries that he's dealing with. Like, and with Julio's now looking a little bit injured. I don't know if you saw the news today. What was it exactly? Um, I did not see that news. So Yeah, he was not active for a portion of the Wednesday practice. Um, yeah, so like they were saying he had a limp, like hip injury may be a concern. So same thing we've seen with Julio so many times, and now without Hooper in that offense, now without Sanu in that offense. like I like the Ridley call a lot. He was a guy that I was going to mention. Let's look at a few more of these guys in the 1.4 to 1.5K range. We've got Allen Robinson, who – if Chase Daniels is throwing the ball to him, maybe that's an upgrade because you can't get a downgrade from Trubitsky. We got Cooper going up against a tough match at 1.45x in New England. We got Driscoll. We can pair him with Galladay or Marvin Jones. Both of them are 1.45x multipliers, and it's a good matchup. John Brown with the ridiculous volume you saw last week. Not an easy matchup this week, but 1.45x multiplier. And then probably my two favorite in this range are DJ Chark at 1.5x and DJ Moore at 1.5x just I'm, I'm i'm really liking a dj lineup without david johnson of course yeah man you, you have to like that i was looking for the rap horn i was gonna blast my dj horn for you there but i couldn't find it on my phone in time grant but you have to like the djs here uh they're, they're definitely both phenomenal plays um i do wonder like is the d is the dd westbrook thing gonna happen is he gonna finally take over from chark i don't think so i think we expected it last week but it didn't happen i think dj chark is here to stay like him like DJ Moore, John Brown, I think, is a hard pass for me this week. I get it. Last week was uh, a great spot, and he absolutely crushed. But I think we pass on John Brown with that 1.4x in that matchup. Um, Allen Robinson is intriguing, but 
dude, you got to listen now. You know, I always talk about this. Like if I'm investing in a receiver grant, what am I investing in? You're investing in the quarterback. I'm investing in Mitch Trubisky. Like that's, that's just disgusting. I don't know if I want to do that. But you're also investing in volume. It'd be a little bit more appealing if it were a full point PBR site with the multiplier, but yeah, I, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, it's just I think there's such good plays in this range. I'd rather pass on like a you know a Galladay or or a Jones. Those guys are interesting too. There's a lot of good guys in this range. One more guy you didn't mention that I think is a really good play. If you're gonna pass on Odell Beckham Jr., look to Jarvis Landry. I mean Landry's been crushing it. Uh, they're, they're not they're doing more two wide receiver sets. They kind of stopped with like getting all these other uh, three wide receivers they have with the Browns involved. Like I said, that's part of that is because Hunt is there and they're trying to use him a little bit more. But um, Jarvis Landry's A dot and his air yards have been a lot higher. So um, I think Jarvis Landry's also in play. If you're not going to look to Odell Beckham with that 1.55x multiplier, Jarvis Landry could be intriguing. Yeah, yeah, no, right there with you. I was just about to get to that. Jarvis Landry, 1.55. Jameson Crowder going up against clear funnel defense. Uh, he's gotten 16 points each of the last three weeks, 1.55x multiplier. I think he's very much in play. McLovin, he hasn't been great since Haskins got on the offense, but I think it's worth a potential shot on him. Gallup, we've seen massive game, like 1.6x multiplier. His ceiling is realistically 40 points at this multiplier here. He can absolutely crush any given time. He had 21 points last week on Super Draft before his multiplier without a touchdown. So even again, that's half match versus New England. I think he's potentially worth it. One guy I really want to look at is Devontae Parker, strictly because of the volume that he is getting here. Ten targets last week, ten targets the week before. Without Preston Williams in that offense here, he's been just getting massive amounts of volume. Still hasn't had a touchdown in the last two games, but the volume will absolutely be there. He should be coming from behind in this game. The Dolphins will be passing late in the game here. I have a lot of interest in Devontae Parker at 1.65. Is it a ridiculous move? No, it's not a ridiculous move. He's he's in the conversation. He's probably one of the better guys in this range. One other guy that I, I would I would obviously want to mention, or actually I'll give you two. Um, I think Curtis Samuel, I think he could be really intriguing. I know it hasn't uh, broken for him yet, but I think he's someone definitely to consider a little bit. And Terry McLaurin, man, uh, I think he's someone you definitely have to consider. I, uh, I mentioned him. His name's McLovin. Yes, yes, you're right, man. Mr. McLovin. Um, not not the F1, as people like Sam Swever, it is McLovin. So I'm with you, Grant. Uh, I think he's a really good play there in that range as well. Um, so we talked about a lot of these guys with these like nice multipliers here. This is why I don't know if we have to go Michael Thomas. Um, I think there's enough guys where we can make it happen. Um, maybe we plug in one of one Michael Thomas and then two of these multiplier guys that we talked about, like a Calvin Ridley and an Odell Beckham. Um, what do you kind of think? Um I don't know if I want to go OBJ for cash. Like, I like his multiplier. I don't love it. I do like the Ridley call. I think we're probably better off going with DJ Chark at, or DJ Moore. Like, you good with either of those instead of OBJ? Um, yeah, you can do it. But, like, uh, listen, if I was building a lineup, I would go Odell. Like, that's my thing. Like, All right, I, I, I'm I, going I, Odell, and I'm throwing in Baby Chark, too. So we got I, Michael Thomas. We got OBJ. And we've got baby shark in there. No, but I want Ridley. I want Ridley over Odell. So go, 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 Ridley. That that that's the move. Man, you're just you're just so darn needy here. I know. Man. I I would I would just be going Odell over Chark. But listen, we'll give you Chark. That's fine. He's a good play too. All right, let's move on to tight end here. Always a tough one on Super Draft here. We got guys up near the top, like Hooper's out, obviously. But we got Waller at one point one five x. We got Ertz at one point two x. Not any other premier tight ends on the slate here. Kittle is not on the slate. 
Kelsey is not on the slate. Like, do we want to go with Waller or Ertz at a 1.15 or 1.2? Or do we want to go into this kind of 1.5, 1.6 range? we got Hollister, Cook, Fant, Olsen, all 1.5 to 1.6. Like, do you have a leaning either way? No, I mean, this is, this is when I, like, kind of look at the tight end position. What I say, Grant, I say, keep it simple, stupid, right? That's what I say to myself. Well, let's just play Ertz, man. It's that easy. Um, I don't think some of these guys, I get it. The multiplier is big, right? And the multiplier is awesome when you see these guys with high upside, right? When you see a guy like a John Brown or a Calvin Ridley who had those massive ceiling weeks, but I don't see this ceiling tight end, right? I just don't see that here. Um, Zach Ertz is the guy for me. We've seen Seattle get killed a bunch in the slot at times. You've seen uh, Ertz line up a little bit in the slot and, you know, in the middle of the field. I think Ertz is just easily the guy. We plug him in, and I think we move on. Uh, that's just my thoughts, though. See, I like a lot of the things you said, but I want Goddard instead. Goddard's a 1.65x multiplier. Goddard is probably going to get just as much volume as Ertz. Like, this is an interesting spot here since Jackson's been out of the lineup or when Jackson's been out of the lineup. They've been passing to Goddard a lot. He ended up with 11 points last week. He's gotten five-plus in four weeks in a row. With that multiplier there, he has 20-point upside. Plus the multiplier here, like, I'm fine with going Ertz, but I'm I'm just going to say that I think Goddard, maybe for tournaments, is the better play. Yeah, listen, Goddard does have the upside, and if people are going to be all over Ertz in tournaments, let's say, let's say like, uh, there's going to be 50% of the people on Ertz, um, you know, it's massive leverage, leverage them with Goddard. And it could be the opposite, right? Let's say a guy like Goddard, let's say he uh, – Let's say he's even the highest on God. Well, then you can leverage the earth. So you can go either way with that. Either way, what's going to go down is the Eagles. They're going to use a ton of two tight end sets. That's all they've been doing lately. A lot of that. And I'm expecting that to happen. Uh, you're playing Ertz or you're playing Goddard. And I think you're moving on. So pick, pick either one. I'm cool with it. Grant. All right. We'll throw Ertz in there. So we're going to leave the flex open. Probably use one. They had the running backs that we suggested near flex there, but this is basically the cash game build. Um, let's do a quick game stack here. And then we'll move on to some maybe single game stuff, maybe NBA. But what's going to be probably the top game stack? We already mentioned kind of like Driscoll's a guy that we want to go with potentially in cash. But do I want to stack that game up? No. Like I think the best game stack that we can probably do on Super Trap because of the multipliers is going to be Tampa Bay Atlanta. We talked about Winston a little bit. Like I think we can throw Winston there at 1.25x multiplier. And then we go to wide receivers. We got Ridley in. We can do that. And then we can either use Godwin or Mike Evans. Like, they haven't done great the last two weeks. But Mike Evans, I think, is due for a big game here. He's still getting massive volume throughout the course of the entire season. He almost has 1,000 yards already on the season. Just realizing that now. That's impressive stuff there. Um, I think he offers some upside. Do Do you agree with me here? I think they both do Godwin and Evans. The question is, do you want to take the multiplier, the, you know, the 0.10 uh, higher with Godwin at 1.35 compared to 1.25? It's up to you, Grant. I mean, they're both phenomenal plays, but I'm down with this game stack. I think it makes sense. Um, I'm cool with either one. I'm going to go with Evans just because like last five weeks, it's clearly been him. Like he's clearly gotten the higher volume. He has higher target share on the year. Do we want to throw in any of the running backs here? We got, Ronald Jones is second at a 1.7x multiplier. If Freeman's in, he's a 1.65x multiplier. Freeman's out. We got Brian Hill at 1.8 multiplier. Do you want to throw either of these guys in, or do you want to go with something else like a dip Fournette or a Chubb or anything like that? Yeah, man. Uh, dude, Brian Hill, he was awful last week. Um, I guess the question is, are people going back to him? I also feel weird playing um, – 
I feel really weird doing the, uh, you know, running back and uh, wide receiver uh, without the quarterback, right? Without going Matt Ryan. I feel a little odd doing that. So I don't know if I want to really go with Brian Hill too much here. I'm cool with maybe just making it like that small stack, not stacking it up all the way. Um, and kind of maybe maybe doing like a game stack within, right? Um, maybe if you Double go. Double game stack, maybe go with, we can go with uh, Cleveland here. We can throw in Nick Chubb. We can throw in OBJ. And then in the flex, we can go with Devontae Parker. Yeah, we could do that. Like I said, I, I always prefer going the the court. Like, I don't know. I don't love doing the running back wide receiver combo, but I think you could do it here. I'd rather do it here than do it with Brian Hill and Calvin Ridley. I'll say that because these guys are way more massive volume guys. Um, so, yeah, let's do that. I think that's an awesome uh, little game stack we got going. All right. Yeah, a nice little double game stack. And then you guys can run it off with whatever running back, whatever tight end you want there. But. Even go with Gasecki if you really want to make it a full game stack in Miami Cleveland, but I think that might be a little bit over the edge. Nah, don't, right. don't, don't do that. There's going to be some equity in that Eagles game. You want to, you want to get some exposure to it, so uh, throw an Eagle in there. How's that sound? All right, real quickly, we're going to make a single-entry game stack or single-entry lineup for uh, cash for the uh, Thursday night game. Looking at the multiplier, have you looked over this at all? Uh, no, I can real quick, though. Hold on. For the, the Indy-Houston game, which is a uh, – it's an ugly one. Um, I, I think you're gonna listen if you're playing. If you're playing the uh, Thursday slate, the, the first thing I looked at when I was looking on some other sites was you play Watkins uh, and you play Hopkins and you play Watson. Like I think you just have to play those two guys. That's just my thought. But do we want to throw them in the captain spot for cash? The captain spot gets a fifty percent boost to the multiplier here. I think you may actually be better off with Brissett getting a one two point one x multiplier compared to one point five x. So I think we go Brissett. I think we go Watson. I think we go Hopkins. And that locks in a massive floor there. And then I think, like, so if Hilton doesn't play, which he's currently questionable, do we throw in Doyle or do we throw in Ebron at 2.2 or 2.3x multiplier there for cash? Well, you're, you're missing one of the better uh, multiplier value plays, Grant. Uh, Jonathan Williams, the running back, man. Uh, he's likely going to get some work for the Colts. Um, he's a guy I definitely want to be getting in there as one of my running backs, I think. What about Hines? Hines is sitting uh, there at two point six five x multiplier. Yeah, I I think it's more the Williams show. Um, I, again, like this is one of those things I haven't done the research on as much. I, I'll typically wait till the the day of the showdown slates to kind of do that, Grant. But um, I kind of think that going with Jonathan Williams uh, is the better route right now. But listen, if they say Hines is going to get more work, then go Hines. I think it's one of those things that. Um, you just, you, you got to be playing one of these Colts running backs because with the multiplier, which everyone's going to see the most volume is going to be the best guy. And it's very important. Just like, you know, do Twitter searches, keep up on the injury reports and what's going on in practice. That's going to help you get to the answer. I would pick Williams right now, but it could obviously change if the news changes. Yeah, guys, don't forget to like and subscribe over on the YouTube channel and leave any comments there. Um, let's go to basketball. You good with that? Yeah, man. Let's. Uh, well, first, everyone like and subscribe, like you said, and then we'll go to basketball, man. Like, uh, so don't, don't, don't switch over to your basketball page. Make sure to go do that right now. Go do that yeah. first, and then we'll give you all the good basketball stuff. Yeah, go like and subscribe, guys. Like and subscribe. It's cool. You want to be cool, don't you? Peer pressure and whatnot.